0: Isn't it about time dads and men had a podcast for us? Somewhere we could go to relieve some stress, help the time pass, and have a chuckle or two? A place for us. This is Word Brings Word. If you're looking for a show with general trending topics and concerns by men and dads, you've found your home. Funny. Funny, opinionated, opinionated, real and raw, real and raw. This is Word Brings Word, and this is your host, Bruce Jackson.
1: Hey, y'all! Welcome to the first episode of Word Brings Word. I'm Bruce. I'm Gene. And we're going to have our other boys call in sometime. You know what I mean? It'll be a bunch of us. So sometime Big Big might Diesel, just, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That's Big oh. D, Big D's on the phone. That's what I was going to say. So sometime we're going to have other people with us. Um, You may just get me and Gene sometime. Gene got a couple of nicknames. So if you hear anybody referred to as Dooney, Iceman. Legend. Legend. He called himself the truth. Um, Rookie King. Rick
2: James. I oh, mean, we keep going. Yeah, Rick James. Yeah, you
1: know. he, I mean, he got <laughs> so he got a couple of different personalities, so. <laughs> we'll let y'all know whenever we do introduce people on the phone, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, they have as much of the floor as us when we talk about these topics. But basically, word brings word, right? So word is the way, that's what we call gossip, right? So if someone's calling me or I'm calling Gene on the phone, we're talking about something. I'm like, man, you got any word? I'm basically saying, what What do you know? What's going on in your world? Like, what do you know? Anything happened? And I might be like, Gene, you got some word? And most of the time, what do you say back?
3: The word brings word. So then right, he's right. basically
1: saying, well, if you got something, I probably got something, you know? So we figured we'd bring that flow to the, uh, to the podcast. What do you say, Big D? No,
2: oh, I said, but, but, but we mean that we bring facts, we don't bring gospel." but just
1: oh, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, well, yeah, we bring facts. <laughs> we bring facts, but then we, we put our opinion or our take on it, you
3: know? So. Exactly. exactly. So, you know, y'all got any word today? You got some word, G? Well, the word on the street is Adele got her a black boyfriend from what I heard. Oh. I, I'm gonna call y'all right back. <laughs> <should play> <laughs> y'all want
1: to talk about it. <sighs> <sighs> All right, so I mean, let's talk about. It. We can. You want to talk about that, D? I mean, yeah, I'm ready. Like Jean I say word, bring some word. So I know there was an Instagram post that blew up. I got Kevin Sanders on my side. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was an Instagram <laughs> post that blew up where Adele, I, I mean, was it Adele that made that post? It was a picture of her, oh, and yeah. I guess her man now. I don't know if it's her husband. She made that quote. Cool.
2: I don't know. If she made that post. She made that quote. Right. What was yeah. the quote? Do you remember the quote? Ah, oh, man, I can't. I go look. Something
3: it up. about the easiest and the happiest yeah. she's ever been. Something like that. Like right. it's the easiest relationship. Mm, something yeah. to that degree. I do exactly. remember That's there's a point. lot of black backlash as far as our women goes towards the situation, though. Hello. 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 A lot of women
2: felt a certain way
3: about that one, boy. So, we uh, now I wonder: say, Was it just the comment? Because I, I seen some something that was real disturbing. I seen that they said, like, it was a couple of black women, more than one. I, I want to say I at least seen four. I
1: was about to say, we may be going too deep, because we got to let the listeners know. We got to paint the picture for them. So right. what kind of comments were these? Who were the comments from? You know what I mean?
0: Okay. That's why I'm trying to find the exact
1: quote, so we can let them know, like, okay,
3: man, we got too many chats to be going on in here. Right, right. I just remember like there was a couple comments saying that black men make it easier for white women
2: Yeah That was a lot of the sentiment right
3: there. That, that's that's what they were saying and that right there kind of blew my mind It was real interesting because you know, it's like well How could that be like how do we just look and we're just gonna make it easy for her make it harder for any other race?
1: All right. I got the facts right here. You already Oh, yeah, it says it's it's a, say. it says Adele says Relationship with Rich Paul is the most incredible and the easiest she's ever been in. Okay, Rich Paul is LeBron's agent, correct? Yes. That's LeBron James. uh Yeah, his oh, agent. Okay. okay, I didn't even know that. Yes, okay. okay, so Rich okay. Paul yeah. is LeBron James' agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so we know he's wealthy, he's wealthy, and she's they're dating, relate, whatever. She says they're a relationship, but right. All right, so now now let's go from there. Now, what kind of comments is it that we're seeing? We,
2: we're seeing a lot of our women who look like us, lovely ladies. Okay, we'll call them the lovely ladies. They're making a statement that black men always give white women and treat them better. That's what we saw a lot of. Them. Now we did see a lot of ladies who look like us say, "Okay, I'm glad she found love. That's good." But, who about seventy percent of them was going was 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 kind of upset. If I'm going down the show, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. It
3: was pretty bad. Mm. I mean, it's it's unbelievable that we're still at a time. Like here's my take on it. Okay. Since we are the dominant gene, meaning that no matter which race we choose to have intercourse with, okay, and the baby comes out, it's still gonna be considered a black baby no i agree i one hundred 100 that's
2: facts. yeah so that's absolutely
3: fixed. in saying that i mean i would just think that no matter who we have an intercourse with if we're still producing black babies that's the goal no
2: what's the goal what's the goal
3: that you want black kids like the problem is you're mad at a man for having sex to me with another race because you're worried uh-huh. about our race no
1: no no, I don't think they're worried about our race.
4: Mm.
1: I think the, I think the problems come from that lifestyle they get. Right. So I don't I don't think it's more or less like, man, I don't want that black man with no white woman or no other color woman. You know what? Right. And that's really a whole other point we can talk about next. Because this right. really the beef. That beef really only comes up with a black man and a white woman. Not Absolutely. a black man and an Asian woman. Not a black nope. man and a Jewish woman. Not a black man and a Hispanic woman.
2: Really well, we can't say that because they kind of get mad at Jeezy. I saw some they comments. Definitely about mad at Jeezy.
3: I was about to say I know. Well, they personal mad. women as soon as they got announced was mad about it. But they
1: mad about right. it on a on a. I think they mad about that because he's got that life. See, his status is already so high. So okay. it's like this high status black man took this other lady and look at everything she's getting while she ain't black. But, as a whole, like, mm-hmm. I think black men with the white women, regardless of what that man's got, it's like why are you taking her in now she's got this lifestyle she's got the help I, I really think it's like, look, I'm breaking my back. I'm working hard, I'm doing this and doing that without any kind of help or whatever. I could have the help and have the different kind of life, have a little bit of weight taken off my shoulders if a black man would be with me or treat me like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I if I have if I had to dumb it down, I'd be like it's almost like saying, Oh, you put the cape on and saved her.
3: Why why y'all don't save us? That's if I had to really just dumb it down. There. I mean, but she doesn't, I mean, most black women nowadays don't want us in a sense to say uh, hello. to say that, you know.
2: Uh, that's so, what I'm saying. You don't want those type of men. Right. So why get mad when they find happiness? I don't explain that to me. They don't want what kind of men. The, like the rich, girls, the, the, uh, you know, they don't want those type of guys, you know, without the heavy tattoos or, the, you know, what I'm saying the, the, you know what our women like in our culture, man. You know, they like they like the money bag. EOS and stuff like that. That's what they like. And that's OK. Right. But you can't get mad when they just a plain, normal guy, which majority of black men are, go find another uh, race of women who they're happier with, who accept them. Why get mad at that, brother? So, yeah, I don't
1: so why. I personally, I personally think that's what they like earlier on, but I feel okay. like I feel like they, that kind of changes after they've been through something. After they've been through something, and sadly enough, sometimes, most of the times, it also means had a kid or two. Mm-hmm. Then right. it's like, man, I need somebody better than this. I need something, you know. Then they start looking for that homie guy, the person that probably was in their friend zone the whole time. It's kind of right. like, man, I really need somebody like that. That don't go out all the time. Who's not living the fast life, or who's not in the streets, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Again, so y'all. So we already we got to kind of preface this. We never really talk on the absolutes, right? Because we right. everybody. No right. matter what we talk about, somebody can always be like, "Well, I know somebody's like that, or Absolutely. such and such. She right. ain't like that. Right. I'm not like." So that, that's what we so. use our life
2: experience and statistics to go by this. So we got to use that. You know, that's how we can measure. Right. Hold on. Yeah, Hold mean, on. We got Darren calling in. Uh,
1: All right, Darren, we got you on here on Word Brains Word, y'all. This is uh Darren on the phone, aka Smooth. What's up, man? Real quick, we'll get him up smooth, real
5: quick.
1: smooth. You there?
5: Yeah, I'm good.
1: All right, so we was talking about this. Uh, there was an Instagram post that went out by um, we don't know who really put it out there, but somebody basically shared a post from. Basically, sharing a quote that Adele made, saying that she's in this relationship with Rich Paul, and basically saying it was the easiest relationship she's ever been in. And what else did she say? I gotta go find. It. I gotta go find it again. Here it is. Said it's the most incredible and easiest she's ever been in. So we were talking about the whole black white thing, you know, interracial relationships, and you know, you can give us your thoughts on or whatever like that, but we talking, we really were talking about the comments because I don't know about y'all for y'all that's on social media because I know Gene's not, but for the people that's on Instagram, TikToks, and stuff, when I see controversial stuff or stuff that's drama, right? First thing I think is, oh god, let me go see what the comments are saying. I want to see what that, that's to me is the funny part, even if it's something mm-hmm. funny, I want to see what was funny said in the comments, right? Right? So, first okay. thing I do is go to the comments. So and, first, and man,
2: and real quick from our perspective when we started this conversation too, we was talking about uh the black male image also. How is that how being with Adele and her with a black man saying that is that a good look for us? That's a good image because Adele's a high-profile Caucasian woman, right? A lot of she can date any man. And she chose a, a black man like Rich Paul and say that. Is that a good image for us? Does that look good? You know, all the bashing that we get as black men. What you
5: think? Yeah, there's some, it's some black women that don't like, you know, black women dating black men, period. Mm. But I think I think the bell has a history of she dating black men, even before she got there. I don't know like how long ago it was, but you see it in the videos from years ago. Hold on, country, y'all. Hold on one second, y'all. Terry calling. I'm going to connect Terry in. All right. Terry, I, I'm, I got you on the podcast.
1: Hold on, I'm going to connect you in. Okay. Yeah, I had a baby. All one. right, y'all, I, got, I, got, I connected Terry in with us. Though. So, Terry, you're on hear with me and Gene and uh, Smooth and Big D. But, hey, y'all, so for y'all that's on the cell phone, if y'all have anything going on in the background, if you ain't talking, just mute your phone. That way, the other noise don't come in and interrupt nobody, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so, Terry, we're going to get you caught up real quick. We are talking about the singer Adele. Somebody made a post on Instagram, and it says, Adele says the relationship with Rich Paul is the most incredible and the easiest she's ever been in. And then we were talking about how the comments got jumping from there, and we basically were talking about black men dating white women and how black women feel about it, and our thoughts on it, and all of that. So that's what we're talking about now, Terry. Just to catch you up. But go ahead, Smooth. What was
5: you saying? Yeah, I was saying that uh, Adele. I think she has a history of you know dating black men. So it's not like she was dating white men all her life, and all of a sudden she switched to, to black men or this part. I mean, that's I'm... one thing I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Now hold on. Where,
5: yeah. Adele
4: is is dating a, a young black gentleman. Is that what you're saying? Yes.
5: Yeah.
1: Adele. Okay. But so, Darren, you're saying that she's got a history of dating him. But that don't
5: right, so that not some, really, some of the comments. Some of the comments are like, you know, why why she want to you know get a black man? Nah, because that's how some black women right. feel about you know when they see a black man walking with a white woman, that's their first thought. Like, are black women
3: not good enough? That kind of thought. Right. And see, that's what I was wondering, like, what everybody's uh, perspective is on that. Like, why do you think women get upset, especially our black women getting upset about a situation like that? And I always thought because there's a limited amount of men in general and they're dominant. So once they lose one of us to another race, they feel like, oh, well, you're taking out a pot that's already low. And that's what I thought it was about. Personally, I didn't know.
1: What, i mean what do y'all think so i feel like it could be it's probably different for groups right there's probably some that may think wow you're betraying your race right you pressure. know instead of being with us you're going with someone else when you should be with us, right mm-hmm. there are some that may have stuff psychologically that's been in their head from growing up they might have heard their parents or seen things that their girlfriends have right. went through so now they feel that kind of way toward that also right you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like it may be the lifestyle. It's like, man, like I was saying earlier to Jean, like they may be feeling like I've been over here living like this. I got all this weight on my shoulders. Here you go with her. Well, you know, for lack for for lack of better words, just to dumb it down, basically saying you're saving this white woman instead of saving me or saving someone like us, someone in your own race. And I only say saving just to make it simple. Right. But basically we're made, basically look at it like when we could be together and have a two-household two income, living a better, easier life versus me by myself struggling. And you're over there with her doing that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Terry, what's your thoughts?
4: Well, I, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I It starts out <laughs> different for me. I'm thinking in my situation, I mean, my woman is a minority, but I guess we see her as white. Um, and it just it just wasn't like that because I tried to date black women. It just didn't work out.
1: Right. Well, and see. So to that point, a lot of black women don't know that story. You know what I mean? They just see you walking with your woman and be like mm, and think what they think. They don't know the troubles or the trials and tribulations you've been through.
4: No, they, you know what I'm they don't, and so I I think it's it's going to be on a bigger scope because a lot of people, everybody's story's different. I know you hear the stereotypes: once black man makes it rich, first thing he's got to get is a is a white woman. Well, that's not true in my case.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mommy, mean, but do you consider yourself making it rich though?
4: No, I'm not rich because uh, no, I'm just oh, uh, yeah, I'm just real comfortable.
3: See, and and say that the, I'm glad you brought that up because to me. That saying only works in Hollywood. So even if you were a particular rich person, nobody would really know because you're average and that on TV. Right. So to me, that only works in that world. Like once you make it to the screen. I don't know.
1: I mean, sometimes depending on what the people are driving, what they're dressing like and stuff, they don't mean you really know they're wealthy, but they give off that look. So
3: let's, let's let's just paint a picture of... Well, I'm not saying even everybody on the screen is wealthy, because I, I don't even think it has anything to do all the, all the time with the amount of wealth. I think it's just that fame or screen. Like, once you get on there, the programming of the people, like, we have to kind of follow this agenda. It's what it looks like. Could be love, but just
1: what it looks like. What I'm saying is, so let's paint a situation where we're at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of men, a lot of women... If if women are looking at a group of men, I know they can, I know they can look at them and they're gonna prejudge wealth, right? I mean, do y'all agree on the phone, Terry, Darren, Smooth, BB? Y'all, y'all agree?
2: That's women nature, yeah, yeah. right? that
1: nature. And based on that, might depend on who they choose to at least talk to or give the shot, right? It's kind of like a lottery ticket. Like, hmm, okay, I see six of them over there. I know I can't go to one and be like, you turn me down, okay, hey, the next one. You turn me down, okay, the next one. They pretty much got to choose, like, which one am I going to give a couple of looks at? Which one am I going to give a couple of hints? Like, hey, come talk to me. I'm open if you want to come holler. You know what I mean? So I I feel like they judge that. So let's say they're looking at all of us, and Terry's the one over there looking like he got all the guap. You know what I mean? Right. And then they see they're looking at Terry and they see Terry get up and go over here and talk to this white lady. He's smiling. One of them bought her a drink. I feel like they could feel that same way just about that situation as they do Adele. And Terry ain't rich. He's not on TV or nothing. But in that situation, it's kind of just I feel like that same feeling would be
3: there. Yeah, I mean, I can give you that. Like you definitely okay. have the average woman walking down the street, seeing that interracial couple and have that feeling. And again, it has nothing to do with the fame or the money. It's just like, hey, you took on ours type thing, or oh, he's the pressure, and how you with him or her type situation. So yeah, I can see that definitely happening.
1: Y'all, y'all got anything else to add on the phone before I go to the next twist? No, go ahead. Go ahead, Darren. You good? Terry, you good? You
0: mm-hmm.
5: good.
1: All right. So here's the next. I'm thing. good. Here's the next thing. Do y'all feel like black men get just as upset or feel any kind of way when they see a black woman with a white woman? I mean, a black woman with a white man? No.
5: No. Yeah, I think, no. I think, it goes, I, I think so. I think it's the wrong way. You, so you yeah. think
1: you yeah. think black men feel this? Uh, talk to us, Smooth. Talk to
5: us. Man, if I see uh, a, a black woman with a white man, it goes to my mind, just to be honest. same way that we talk about it, it goes to the black woman's mind. Is so, it, what's going through your I'm mind? Thinking like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, why why should you choose him over you know good black men? Same way that you know black women comments have, have said the same thing. So it's like, all right, are there not enough good black men out here? And we hear the stories, whether it's comedian talking or somebody just you know making a statement on social media, like oh, the man, all the black men, all the buildings are taken ones that are left are no good, but, you know, they don't treat you right. So I'm going to tell, I'm going to another race basically. Not necessarily a like white man, but I'm going to a different race so I'm going to you know try try my hand over there.
3: Yeah. Do you think you only think like that because the woman forced you to think like that because of her way of thinking, or you just naturally feel like that?
5: I think like I said, it happens both ways. So uh so a woman can say that. And and black men say the same thing. When uh, when black women jump on an interracial couple, or just a black man in general, when he's dating outside the race, he says the same thing. You know, I tried dating y'all and it didn't work out, so I'm going to a different race. Right.
3: I don't know. I feel I feel like you know when I see it, I don't really, I don't really even think about it like that. I think about it as a challenge across the board because you know I feel like men are hunters, so. We don't care that the cheetah is also looking at the leopard or the panthers also looking at, you know, the zebras or whatever we're hunting. Right. So when I see it, I just think, okay, can I take that? I don't think, oh, she's left and it's too late for me. You see what I'm saying? I look at her like, can I win? The same way I would look if she was with a black dude, like, you know, if I wanted her, can I win? I feel like we wow. all hunt like that. So when I see her with a white man, I don't think, oh, well, she's with him and I can't do anything about it. I can't eat now. What you what you about to say, B.B., you think what?
2: No, no, I'm just saying, I, I, all I can do is just go about what i see in the comments and what, what most men say. Like, well, for instance, when Serena married the white guy, most men weren't even upset "Man, we had before, you know? where she found out, I, I didn't see anybody like, oh, why Serena married the white guy? No, none of the black men said it, you know what I'm saying? So... For what I was reading, as 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 a reverse when it comes to women, I said I see them. You know. Okay.
4: What do you think, Terry? See, I don't. It's just this is an interesting topic to me, and it's kind of fascinating just to hear you all's opinion because none of that entered my mind when I met my wife. None of that.
1: Right. Well, I mean, sometimes it's going to be like it may depend on where you're from, uh, you know, your demographics, what are you around. Like I've heard, I've heard black, black men that live in Chicago who said they have never seen a white person until Mm -hmm. they left that area. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: So, you know, depending on your city and how you split up, see, nowadays we get to see so much because we do have social media. You know what I mean? So I saw, I saw a a TikTok earlier that was like, oh, you know, back in the eighties. We didn't have Google. We had these and had a bunch of encyclopedias. And it's like, we didn't have social media. We had this, you know what I mean? passing passing like a little written note in class that was all folded up and stuff thing. Everything's so different now. So I think however people feel it makes it magnified so much because now you can easily look on there to see it. And what you're looking at, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, everything is going to show you that same thing more and more and more because their job is to keep you locked in. You know what I mean? So Terry probably don't see it because he ain't looking for it. He's probably not looking for anything that's going to be even close to it. He's looking up Dallas Cowboys yeah, and RC cars. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean,
4: it sound like I just it. didn't. Great, Terry. I just didn't see it that way. You know, I didn't see it that way. Now, okay.
1: All of us on this phone's black. Now, did y'all ever have anything to y'all from your parents? Like, you better not bring any anybody else, any other race home or anything else <laughs> like that.
5: Who started? Oh, who no, started? I did sort I thought I thought like because uh it was joking, but I think it's my mom who said that She can't use my comb, don't bring it home, type thing.
2: Oh, she said if
5: they can't use my comb, don't bring them home. Type <laughs> oh, oh, said, I if, never if exactly. you ever heard that before? Nah. I oh no, yeah. That's I
2: ain't never heard that. They can use your cone, don't bring them home.
5: It's, it's, it's funny. It's funny you asked that question because I was just thinking that like. A lot of our, like you were saying, upbringing determines how we look at things. Right. And so upbringing, upbringing means your parents, your parents are going to be the, yeah, uh, usually are the biggest, biggest influencers in that, in that regard. So yeah, I heard it from different people, parents, or whether it's your dad or your mom, like all right, you know, don't, don't bring nobody home who ain't don't look like us, type thing. Yeah. Well,
1: Terry, that, what about you? and that's
5: in his car? That, that's in, that's in the current congen- generation, right? I'm
1: not talking about grandmother,
5: I'm
4: talking
1: about like current generation. Right. Are you
0: are
1: my, you, my parents were, were they, not like that. Oh, they didn't say that Terry? No. Darren, what about what about yours, D? B D, you there? He might put us on mute. He might
3: be doing something.
1: Yeah, I don't really recall anything like that either. Yeah,
3: no, I don't I don't think my mom said if she did, I don't really remember it. Or my dad, I don't remember neither one of them saying anything like that I mean you know it might have been something that's in the back of
1: parents minds but they might not sit there and be like really saying it you know what I mean
3: okay I mean or I get, maybe
1: depending on how you acted maybe if you started dating a the couple then it might be like hey son we got that this talk you know what I mean <laughs>
3: what I mean if since did- we kind of switching over into this gear I was just wondering like do you feel that you can really be fully black or yourself when you're with another race? Like, they can understand and feel exactly how you feel. You can watch some of the same shows and get that, you can look over and give that nod that do you feel like you can do that with another race? Do you feel like you can't even watch a certain movie because?
5: It, i think i say it depends because it depends on how that person is raised. So they can be a different race, but if they are raised in the same neighborhood as you, then the likelihood is higher that they understand the inside jokes and whatever that are cultural, right? Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, otherwise, if you're from a different city, East Coast, West Coast, North, West, South, you can be two black people and your culture is different. Right? Yeah, that's
4: right. Now, that I agree with because Kenny uh, is not like, I mean, we watch everything. Everything together. And if it's black shows, white shows, whatever shows, uh we, we watch them. Um, and we don't have any any biases there. The, the, the problem where I have an issue at is sometimes understanding some of the racism issues that are out there in the world because sometimes she doesn't see it. So, you know, give, uh, give us an example, T. That's well, let's, let's, let's take, for example, you know, I talked to you guys about a couple of weeks ago about me being stopped by this uh, police officer Uh-oh. for some
1: hey, bogus nonsense. This is a good new topic. This is a new topic right here. Because it's, it's, we, we're going to be
4: on this one a while. This is a good one. So I, I was stopped, you know, for some bogus nonsense. And um, we won't go into why I'm stopped. But when I came home to tell Tammy, the first thing she goes was, was was your seatbelt on? And I didn't think that was, that was the first thing. Because when I talked to my manager, Pat, that wasn't the first thing that she said, was your seatbelt on. And she, that's black. And the first thing Tammy says, well, was your seatbelt on and you 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 gave him cars? Why well, I really didn't give him cars. We know why I was stopped, you know. And automatically Pat recognized that, but Tammy didn't.
1: Okay, so so a little backstory. T- Terry's driving, he's got a couple of vehicles, but he's got an older vehicle, it's an older model, but it's still nice. He decided driving around the neighborhood a little bit just to get it out the garage and get it some drive time, right? He passes the police going one way. He's going the opposite way while he's getting ready to pull up in his neighborhood, police circle around and pull him over. Walked up on him. Like we, well, uh, yeah, you know, basically was like, yeah, I'm pulling you over cause you ain't not have your seatbelt. So Terry's basically saying, it's like, I, I know good and well, that ain't really why you pulled me over. Cause he, he lives in a part of town in the city, predominantly white. You know what I mean? So.
3: I mean it just, it just seems like also Terry I mean for you to say that she didn't understand like that y'all couldn't be watching the type of shows that would cause any friction either like you had to be watching some happy go lucky type shows you couldn't be watching maybe uh roots or something like that together and have a good feel
4: Well you know I, I don't know that's a that's a that's a good test I mean yeah, I it I, is. I guess we'd we'd have to to see because I believe we could Uh, 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 and you know during the course of the movie (laughs) well i think during the course of the movie if she had questions it'd be something that we would we would talk about but for that instance for me being stopped and right off the bat you didn't really realize that they stopped me for being black right i don't think you
3: that's your kids you gotta you gotta talk to too that see that's where it gets deeper and deeper to me personally, you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. I mean, because th- different people will hear that same story from Terry and they're going to think different things, but I feel like this is where, okay, it's been happening to black people for so long, right? Crazy stuff like this, but it's also now to a point to where even if that wasn't the case, we still would error on the side of it probably was. We're not going to give that benefit of the doubt because we have seen it so much. And that's where that race will come in at, because my wife would probably be the same way. Like, well, did he have it on? And I'd, and I'd be thinking, no, you're missing the point. Right. What I'm telling course. you is, <laughs> as, they, as fast as they went that's by, exactly what I said. As fast as they went by, there's no way the police really was like, oh, okay. Right. And if he had it on, then they might have been like, well, yeah, it looked like your light was out, and I was just trying,
3: you know. And and am I that big of a criminal? like you know right that's exactly the point i was making it's a seatbelt. like are you really after like this is what we're discussing here right so not to say it's again that's where it gets shaky because it is the law and that's what people put their backbone on like but it's the law so so is jaywalking and how many times have i seen people jaywalk
4: (sighs) yeah now i got that same story it's the law i I get it i get it Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's the first thing that should have came out I don't think right. that was
2: but, that was it. But the so point
1: is, but the point is a black person literally has to drive in that fear. They have that. They have a certain fear and feeling about them. So I've told mm-hmm. my wife, I'm like, you don't drive down the road and see a police up the street and be thinking, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, I hope I don't get pulled over and try to. Start Should I sitting, turn left? I try to start sitting up straight, <laughs> holding my wheel in 10 and 2, I turn the music down you know what i'm saying there's so much that goes through your mind seeing the police because you have to have this feeling of this might be my last breath this might be my last night and i feel like no other race has to go through that
3: and and that's where it's making more of my point like when you're with the other race do you feel like you can really be a hundred percent yourself meaning a hundred percent black authentic and really, really express stuff and have that bond. That's where it gets to really me. Yes, I can be myself. Can, yeah,
1: I'm be I myself. can be myself. Yeah, I can't. I'm not. We can't bond over something you don't understand the same way. I'll just explain it and be like, you know, I'll be like, I mean, I've played it today. I've said, you don't understand that because you aren't me. You don't live the same life in this fear. But,
4: but, you but your
1: kids but need you to understand that. this because this is going to be their life. You see what I mean? You might not.
2: And it's better to tell them
1: about this stuff early and have them prepared than for them to possibly have to learn it the hard way.
4: See, I can't believe this happened.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, dude, I mean, I'm sure y'all have been in situations where something's happened and you're just so in shock like, wait, what? You know what I mean? So if you have a kid that's mixed or black and you got to let them know, like, you may be treated this way and have it put in their mind, so they're not out there somewhere. I mean, y'all been in school when you were younger, especially if you were like a little class clown or something. You know, we've talked about this in the past where it seemed like everybody's talking, but the teacher always be on you. Hey, right. everybody's talking. Bruce, you're looking like, huh? That's that same feeling when you get older, but now you're an adult and it's the police.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Multiple people, but why was it me that got called out? Why is it me that's in trouble? You know so, so y'all saying like
3: to the degree that um you don't think there'd be a conflict in that teaching, like you're trying to teach your kids one thing, but since your partner of another race doesn't believe in what, don't see what you see, not even to believe, don't see what you see. So they're teaching their kids one way and you're teaching the kids another way. Is, is that not a conflict you don't think? Or you think no. like, well, hey. They better listen to me if they want to make it and keep yeah, it yep. moving that's exactly what i said
1: no we're talking about we talking about the no. kid's life mm. i mean you know what i mean mm. it's better put it like this worst case scenario i could say it's better safe than sorry but what if it's a mama's boy
3: or she doesn't even like you like that to even listen or my he? job
1: my job is to say my part i'll mm. say my
3: part, and that's on y'all
1: you see there's a lot of stuff yeah, I you, but, I,
3: but i would think that would be parents that should work together no like they should be I mean, yeah, you got to be on the same page, right? And it sounds like in these scenarios that we're having, that they wouldn't be because they don't understand it. To different be.
1: parents go through different things, right? Like, I mean, even, right. if, so even it. if you take well, it away from race and think about somebody rich to somebody that came up in poverty, they're gonna have different expectations, different lessons they've been through, different things. So, they may look at stuff differently when
3: they get ready to talk to the kids, right? And you come together. Like, that's what, you know, most of the time, form is like you talk about religion. This is what I believe. You talk about politics. This is what I believe. You talk about, you know, races and all that. This is what I believe. You can talk about the cops. This is what I believe. And then you go to the kids as a united front. Like, this is what we believe in. We think you should go to this school. We think you should do this. We think this, like, as a unit. I would think, you know, every household is different, so I'm not trying to judge anybody on how they run their household. I'm just asking questions to see if that conflict is there to understand it. If it's a problem or it's just you feel like the kids should just make their own decision after there is that conflict.
5: Which, no, you should you should be on the same page about all the things you just listed out, right? So you have a concern that needs to be addressed, your wife may look at it one way, you look at it another way. Mm-hmm. Y'all discuss how you're going to how you going to address it, and then you—that's you, when you're educating your kids about it, right? right. So, right, you got to have both perspectives, you know, addressed, and then finally, how do you want to educate your kids on it? So now, I believe in, in my
4: situation, Tammy understands this perspective because she has three black young men who look look black uh, more than than you would think for being uh, mixed kids there. And she understands uh, this situation. She she truly under, understands what I'm talking about. She just can't grasp it. She just, how does that happen? I mean, really, did, did he see you without your seatbelt on? No, he could not. We've already been through this before. That is not why he stopped me. Yeah, I feel,
1: so I feel but like she, for her to not be able to grasp it, <laughs> it's probably because, so when you said, she probably sees herself as so Terry. I'm, I'm not assuming. I'm asking. She probably sees herself as considered to be white before considered to be black, right?
4: She considers me to be white? No, no, her herself. No, 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 no. She she is Native American. I know what she and is. And that's what she's okay. She, no, she don't claim she's a white woman. She said, "I am an Indian. I am a Seminole and Creek Indian. That's who I am."
3: When the when the bus, when the bus pull up. Is she gonna be on the white side or the black side? Ain't no Indian side, right? Like, see, when the bus pulls pull me, up. What's
4: I,
1: feel, I feel like in this society, they really look at it. I mean, I feel like the police is gonna see colored or uncolored. Let's go there, colored or not colored. And you get one drop of anything else in you as a Caucasian, you are not now you are colored. That's the way I view it and see it. Now, I know there's people that can be Asian, Jewish, Hispanic, Indian, whatever. And they haven't had to go through the same stuff, so they're not going to be able to see the same. They're not going to have the same fear as Terry, or they're not going to think exactly what they did. But like you said, Pat did, because she's a black woman. She's got kids that she has to have these same concerns about. So the first thing she's going to be thinking also is like, oh, my God, I'm glad you act- I'm glad you made it out alive. You see what I mean? Right. Tammy, if Tammy hasn't had to go through that, she's not going to be really thinking that. Cause you know, I mean, we got we got black friends that say the same thing. I mean, that make me call Derek on here. He'll be like, "Yeah, but what did you do?" You know. So you got people that will like, you see a oh, you see a crazy killing online that just looks so crazy to you, mm-hmm. and you got some people that's gonna be like, "Wow, that was way too much. What's going on?" And then you got people would be like, "Yeah, but what did they do? Right. How did they get there?" Okay, the guy's getting his neck stomped out, but what did he do to the police? Or what did he say? Like, wait a minute, you know what I'm saying? For real, you, you hear this and it's like, wait, so the only reason to really be shooting someone is to protect your life or another civilian's life, right? right? That's supposed to be law. So in my mind, I just don't know why we would see someone get shot like that. And if we didn't see the other person with a gun or knife about to stab or attack this other person, why would we even be asking like, well, what happened? What did they do? You know what I mean? Right. Do y'all y'all agree there, the people on the phone?
5: And that's pretty but yeah, uh, yeah yeah i, I was going to say the same thing uh bruce because you got certain people who, whether they're black or not they brought up a certain way so their views are very very conservative so sometimes that's some of the things that they would ask in that certain sort of situation but like, hey what did that person do versus uh, we know this ain't right yeah i mean
3: i think it comes to a matter of like when i watch your videos and Specifically, like if somebody dies in the video, it's usually like, well, it doesn't matter what they did because like, what what does it take for somebody to lose their life? You know, and that's the question you got to ask people to me, you know what I'm saying? Because people are so quick to be like, oh, well, what they do don't care about the life that got lost. It's like, well, it doesn't matter what they did. Like, did they deserve to die? Even if he just bought some crack, you're saying he deserved to die because he bought, you know what I mean? Something like that, so.
4: Huh, hmm.
3: what y'all think? What y'all thinking over there?
1: BD, you got any thoughts? Are you still here?
3: He got that new job, man. You know,
4: <laughs> <laughs> was he the one who took the picture? Yeah, sitting on the stop. counter. I like that. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, you think that's where they're gonna be? What security posted up on the counter, right? Ricky? Trying to make it look easy. They're <laughs> patrolling the pumps. Mm-hmm. So if y'all didn't know, like, so what we're talking about, BD is top top flight security in the world. He does security. So we're talking about how Quick Trip was saying that they're going to, um, if you're not in the Atlanta area or down south, Quick Trip is a chain of gas stations. And they said they're going to start hiring security to be on-site security for the certain gas stations. And that's what we're talking about. What would that entail? What they may have to do? Me personally, I feel like they would probably have at least two on shift. If it's that bad where you need them, you're going to want to cover all bases. I don't see this person just being inside. Like I'm trying to make sure nobody's stealing this or that in here. I think it really will be more or less for the outside, for crowd control. Right. You know what I mean? Like they would want Big D, they would want to see Big D out there being a presence. They want people to pull up like, man, let's not chill around here too much. Security over there
4: with the bulletproof vest on with a gun on them and everything. Yeah, but how much is that going to matter if you don't really got authority?
1: Well, so the problem is, the thing about security is, a lot of times they don't want to test their authority if they see the good presence there. Like, a lot of these people, y'all, just be big being security. They can't fight. They don't have the strength. They're big, and it's just, they're big enough to where people be like, I don't want to deal with that problem. I don't want to mess with it. You know what I mean? It's a deterrent. Right. But I feel like that deterrent gets neutralized when people have been drinking. So my whole thing is I'd be like, man, D, I don't know because I told him I wouldn't do it because I picture a group full of friends and a couple of cars pulling up at night down there chilling. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. I don't know, Terry. Up oh, to $33,000 that's, an that's, hour. That's, I mean, <laughs> bet. I don't know, Terry. I don't know. I think I'm going to take that chance. I think I could defend myself pretty well, so we'd be all right. I know I how mean, to talk he, to
1: people. He could defend yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say, he, he's good with controlling the crowd and stuff. You know what I mean? And more times than not, it's probably going to be the same people kind of in that area. And, and yeah. you know, because I've seen him do it at the club. So what it begins, it, what it turns into is 10 of us roll up there, a couple's drunk, but I know him. And so when everybody's tripping, I'm like, hey, hey, y'all, hey, hey chill, chill. That's D, man. He cool. He cool. We good. Well, and they'd be like, oh, okay, all right, Big Dog, my bad, whatever, you know what I mean? But if BD was the kind of person who went out there acting like he's going to kick ass and take names, if that's what to make people that's be right. like, oh, wait, hold on now, what? You know what I'm saying? Because there's people like that. So I got anything else to add? We're going to uh, get ready to wrap it up. You know what I mean? And tune in, tune you know, until next time.
4: I mean, that was a, those were pretty good topics there. I appreciate you, you bringing that, you know, awareness to uh, to people. That's a uh, that's pretty good. I, mean, I think uh, we need to
1: we need to have a whole session on that one day, man. We need to. I mean, there's so many situations that happen and that could happen. So we could really break this police situation down to: should you really fear them or not? How are you going to act when you see them? People who act like they know the law, but they really just watch the internet video. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's so much to be said because you just can't listen to this to anybody. I've, I've personally, I've seen internet clips on like Instagram where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna talk to my boys about this because if somebody who's out there doing this stuff on purpose just to put the police in they in their place, right? And so I'm like, yeah, maybe a little. It's a little more different when you're recording and you're streaming and all of this then when you get pulled over by the police and caught off guard and you're in shock and you're just like oh, oh snap what should I
4: do you know what I mean
2: right
5: yeah
4: well it's not a good feeling I don't I, I don't like that uncomfortable feeling um, that that I that that you brought up earlier I don't I don't really like it and you're you're true to what you said I believe you're right when you see a copy it's like oh crap.
3: Oh, man. But instantly. You oh, can it be over. on the other side of the road and you get that feeling.
1: Man, it's so bad. Right? Like <laughs> I know
3: when I'm over here at this building,
1: I don't want to be here past midnight because I feel like after midnight the police are more than likely to try to follow me like, okay, what is he doing out this late? You know what I mean? Right. So, okay, so right. L- let me close on this. This is the one thing that I feel like I'm always looking at everything as a bird's eye view, right? I don't believe all police are bad. Right. But I do believe there's good police that see stuff and should say stuff, but they don't because they they back to blue. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to just sit there and be like, yeah, such and such was wrong. They tripping or whatever. Or I think he may be a little prejudiced. They're not going to do all of that. Mm -hmm. But these people are human. Terry used to be a referee. He used to ref basketball. He'll tell you if somebody kept talking too much stuff or maybe somebody's parent kept talking too much stuff. He may be a little harder now on the calls, or he may turn the blind eye. <laughs> I didn't see that foul. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying?
4: No, it was deaf ears right there. Deaf, deaf ears. Foul. I mean, it's, I the, didn't see it. right, it's the same, but it's the
1: same with the police. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, right. okay, go ahead and give them that respect or whatever, just because you know the position of authority they're in. You know what I mean? Me personally, I call that playing the game. Someone else may be like, oh, no, you just kissing butt. You're just letting them do this, do that. They're gonna always do whatever they want if you do it. Like, okay, I mean, I'm trying to make it home though. That's me. Y'all want to sit up there and try to ask them for an armrest or whatever? Y'all can. You know, that's on y'all.
4: No, that's the part I didn't think of, and both of them brought up. Just because it fired me up so much that I I just wasn't uh I wasn't a perfect citizen at that time, and then you know, hindsight, <laughs> thinking back, like, <laughs> oh, man, they. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you know and that's the thing as black people we're we not allowed to have a bad day mm. you know see, so we we got all the studies we got all the research that show stanford did a study on on this already how police officers uh talk differently and more hostile towards african american you know drivers right. so we know that the studies after show that they, they treat us different so if you come in there with a hostile tone what do you think you'll get a return you see what I'm saying? yes you, you you get it. You see know what I'm saying? Every black person I've majority of black people, about eighty percent of black people are law-abiding citizens. So you're gonna run into more law-abiding civil black people than you are the thugs. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, but we we got, we got we got to understand that. And, and the terrorists and the FBI already did research on this. They showed that the the police force have been infiltrated by white supremacists. That's the number one domestic terrorist threat according to American, according to the FBI in America. So why do we look into stuff like that? Why when black people say that, it's always black people pulling a race card? You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that just don't make sense. You well, know what I mean?
1: If you, if you said that to somebody with a straight face, they look at you like you have right. three heads. You'd be better off. Well, hey, be, right. Hey, you be looking at that. They look at you the way Terry be looking at me when I start talking about my conspiracy theory stuff. <laughs> well, let me break up some conspiracy. <laughs> when I break up my conspiracy theory stuff, Terry be like, Bruce, come on now. Right. I'll be like, Terry, I promise you, Bill Gates is trying to kill everybody. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sending, I'm sending Terry. Ted, I'm sending them he's Ted talks and talks stuff. And he's like, Well, uh, that just don't, don't really make sense. I'm like, I know it don't make sense, but he said it on the TED talk
4: depopulation.
2: Right, and right, I'm feeling like I'm back
1: in my story, but I know it still sound crazy. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, especially when it's all out there right in front of you. But that's the stuff. It's that's the I'm most. Hold on, it. magicians do stuff all day right in front of you. Just they just trick your
3: eyes. It's right in front mm-hmm. of you, though. Yeah, I mean, who is Bill Gates? Is he a scientist?
4: Oh, yeah. One? That's what I said. Is he a scientist? Now he got, now? Enough,
3: he got enough money to be. <laughs> hold up, he but, got money to be with. But, a but that, that's a question, like if he's not that and then he does a ted talk and he's speaking about that and the people listen who are we we got to be sheep
1: we are We're being sheep.
3: <laughs> We, <laughs> we know be that. sheep. but there's enough of the sheep
1: to where the other people that aren't sheep might as well be sheep because they can't cause the change on their own
2: i think people really don't want to believe that there's people out there who who, who would think like that man because it sounds so
3: insane dog like right. i don't know right. how when you see it every day right. in front man, of you, you every every day. Day. Oh, man, Right. People don't.
1: People don't see these. Okay, you sit there and tell somebody, oh, you know, that uh, that that drug or that shot or whatever they're trying to give you you got this got baby fetuses in it. People, what? You know what I mean? Did y'all hear? Did did y'all hear what that just sounded like?
4: Mm
1: -hmm. Now, have y'all heard that before? Yeah. Well, people would look at you like, you gotta be stupid, or like you know they taking these little kids out here selling their organs. What? Hold on. You can go to Walmart and see. You can go to Walmart and see a million missing kid photos up there. But somebody tripping that they talk about some organ organ trafficking or sex trafficking. Like get the tinfoil hat on
2: today. Tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: y'all. y'all we'll, we'll get into. This. Y'all remember some of that? We'll get into some of those topics next time. All right, y'all. All right. All
4: right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Great, right, great talk.
1: All right, man. Y'all take it easy. We'll How out, y'all? Right. Internet streets. Yeah. Y'all, uh, yeah. if you're on YouTube, follow us comment below if y'all got any comments for me terry smooth dooney big d comment below we'll get back to y'all thanks for watching
0: you've been listening to word brings word it's bruce's passion to bring in dads and men To give them a place to talk like dads and men. Or to just come and hang out and have a place to pass the time. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on YouTube at Word Brings Word. And find Word Brings Word on all podcast channels. See you next time.